Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Uriyidi. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we take a moment to acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to connect with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness in their individual journeys. Our hope is to encourage you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. Before we get into it and kick off this third year of the Awaken the Awesome podcast, the first episode of 2020, I just wanted to take a quick second to express my most sincere thanks to you, the listeners, part of this amazing tribe of awesomeness that have stuck around after all this time and supported, commented, downloaded, shared, and shown immense love and encouragement. I do not take a single one of you for granted, and here's my renewed commitment to keep working as hard as I can to keep making this podcast the vehicle for awesomeness that I want it to be. Now, with that said, on with the show. A lot of people have pushed me to reach out and have this next guest on the program. If there's one thing I've learned over the course of these exchanges and amazing opportunities, it's that you do not force the universe. You have to trust it. As long as your intentions remain true, you realize that everything eventually does happen in due time. This next conversation was a perfect example of this very simple fact. Ama Makeda is one of those incredibly genuine individuals that you'd be wise not to try to define. Instead, you're better off doing the natural human thing and just take in the fact that even though you might not know much about each other, these differences are exactly where the beauty and innocence of the human spirit lie. As a certified yoga teacher, poet, artist, and mother, Ama is definitely the right person to speak to as we're all getting caught up in this whirlwind of goal setting, redefining ourselves with the new year, new you in full effect. I wanted to pull the brakes a bit and connect with someone who, in her own words, has never once had the sense to question who she was or how she should be. Someone who, from a very young age, had the maturity to own her sense of self and practice ongoing acceptance. Something I believe more people should put into practice. A really humbling and powerful exchange with a truly amazing being. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 107 with Ama Makeda. Here we go. <laughs> but in all honesty, it is truthfully a uh, a very truthful and very sincere honor uh, to have you on the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Ama, thank you so much for being here. For me, it's uh, it's a genuine pleasure to connect with someone who has oh, such an intimate connection uh, with her being, uh, with her spirit and all aspects of energy and, you know, living out your personal truth, you know, every day in every way, you know, through Indeed. whether through your paintings, through your art, through your poetry, you know, through your amazing and dare I say very testy yoga postures. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about that, but all yes, in foremost, sure. thank you. And of course, congr- I want to celebrate you, of course, on your wonderful new chapter. Congrats on the new baby. Um, oh, thank and, you so uh, much. It was a celebration throughout all the interwebs, everybody, all your fans, everybody saw that. I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, it's such a wonderful chapter. As a father of two young children myself, I can only understand what a true, amazing chapter that is. So I want to celebrate you for that, for everything that represents. Oh, thank you so much. And, it uh, does yeah. indeed represent a whole lot. <laughs> It's an amazing, yeah. amazing thing, amazing thing. So um, as we're recording, this episode is probably going to come out, probably going to be the first one of 2020. Um, so just opening up to, you know, people coming in and starting into the new year as these things do. 
making resolutions, uh, looking at goals and planning and, you know, just trying to do better for themselves. How do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Is that something for you? Is that a big deal for you? I don't know. Not really. You, you see what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. to me, it's not a question of making a resolution for the new year. I'm always questioning myself and, you know, trying to make resolution throughout the year, <laughs> you know? So it's not something that I reserve for the new year. Um, it's to, because I'm not the type of person that really focuses on this um, Roman calendar that was given to us. You see go. what I mean? Definitely. Um, so to me, every day is a, is a chance to grow, you know, so um, forget January 1st. You know? It's so true. Every, it's so every true. single day is a first, you know, every single day is a new day. It's a new sun. It's a new, it's a new chapter, you know, so. Because um, it's so I true. If with... we, yeah, if we wait for the new year, you know, the new year is not guaranteed. <laughs> you know? Every day is a gift. Every day is a yeah. gift and it's something that's that's so limiting in my opinion. And throughout yeah. all these conversations, I realized that, and I'm sure you can resonate with that, it's every day is a new opportunity. Of course, exactly. everybody has different circumstances, but we all have this new opportunity, which is, comes with the new sun, with the new day, and exactly. you need to make it happen. And exactly. has, has, has that something been something you've wrestled with or is that something that you've been living with for you know, the, resolution, the, the, the confidence of the new day? I think I've been living with that, you know, for um, for as long as I can remember. You know, I I never, I never remember following the trend of the New Year resolution. Um, so it's just it's the principle of my own life, you know. Um, I've always been the type that doesn't do things like the general mass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I always try to to get out of the uh, of this common thinking, you know, of common doing. You know, um, so like I said, for as long as I can remember, um, I do things my way. <laughs> it's definitely been something that a lot of people have gravitated towards, whether through your artwork, whether through your yoga sessions, whether through your mm-hmm. immense energy, through your powerful poetry. It's something that a lot of people resonate with in regards to how you identify have someone who, first of all, knows exactly who she is, both in mm-hmm. mind, body and spirit. And someone who doesn't mind, you know, celebrating that self. I'm using the capital S, mm-hmm. that self, manifesting her self to the world. And I'm wondering why that bothers some people sometimes. Because as you said, you like to put yourself outside of the mold. But the second yeah. someone does that, you're identified as either a revolutionary, a, a troublemaker. Yeah. And I or wonder a how non-tolerant. <laughs> exactly. And I've always wondered how you wrestle with it. How do, how do you, you know, speak out into the world in that regard? Um. I just don't focus on it. You, you see what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I just, I truly don't focus on it. I, to, to the point that I don't even hear it. I don't even see it. I don't even sense it. You know, um, I just leave it away. It's probably there. Now that you're telling me about it, it's like I have to tap into another part of my brain to even answer. Nice. <laughs> that means I'm asking good but questions. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, but it's really not something that I allow to to enter my my sphere of energy. As that, simple as that. That is know. something that, as of late, and is something I've gotten through a lot of the comments and a lot of um, a lot of the feedback I get through all of these conversations that we have on the program is the fact that a lot of people wrestle with just taking the leap. I, I don't even call it a leap. It's like, why is it so hard for you to be you? Okay, if you want mm-hmm. to just be yourself, for some reason seems to be something that a lot of more more and more people are afraid of 
As in, yeah. like, okay, I'm not about this job or I'm not about this relationship or I'm not about this, this toxicity that's around me. Well, leave, change, decide. And for some reason, for people are afraid to change. And I'm yeah. always wrestling to wonder, in your experience, if you can just help me out here, why is that? Why are we so afraid to just make that step or make that leap or make that switch? Um, I think a lot of people um, define their, themselves, you know, according to what um, society or family or loved ones define them. And they're so afraid to come out of, of that definition, you know, because they feel the fear of being rejected, you know, the fear of being alone or, you know, of, uh, being alone and exploring this, this aloneness, you know, um, people are very afraid of that. Um, people are afraid of the dark, you know, they're afraid um, to find something that will be too big for them, you know, to, to embrace um, yet again in the dark. There's so much to, to, to find about oneself, you know, and I think, I think that's basically it. It's that fear, you know, um, if one doesn't feel comfortable being alone, walking in the darkness, um, then there's a lot that you will, you, you will not find out about yourself, you know, then you'll have to wait probably another lifetime or 10 other lifetimes to find, you know, it's unfortunate, but that's probably the law of life also. <laughs> it's part of growth. It's definitely yes. part of growth. And yes. I'm just using, as as I do often, as I'm using myself as a perfect example, we were talking about this just before the recording. As for me, mm-hmm. as the past few years, for me, the one of the things, and I, I admitted this to my wife earlier in the year, just me mm-hmm. taking inventory. The fact I realized I had a lot of pent up anger um, mm-hmm. because as outgoing as I am, I had to wrestle with the fact that, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not always happy, happy, as happy, happy, joy, joy as I would want to think that I am. And sometimes, you know, you need to look at yourself in the mirror. You need to yeah. take ownership of how you feel and you need to yes. have those very harsh conversations. And in yeah, your experience and, you know, in, in your workshops and, you know, through your own connections with your spirit and helping people understand, you know, just to face that inner mirror how can we help them, you know, to have that inner conversation? Do you have any practical tips or just some guidance to provide? Um, you know, as a yoga teacher and a spiritualist, I would say it's just, um, just really to find tools like, you know, I would say meditation, yoga as a yoga practitioner. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, these are things that um, help you shed some layers so you can accept that, you know, there are things that you're going to find out about yourself that might, not be so bright, you know, um, but yet again, you need to find out about them before you can address them, you know. Um, so, yes, it, it's, it's about letting go of any, any, anything society set for yourself, you know, um, and accept that, okay, this is not you, <laughs> you know, you is beyond all of that, you know. Um, it's just like if we, if we look at the difference between men and women, Mm-hmm. Most of the difference someone would state are different that are defined by society, but they're not biologically um, present. You see what wow. I mean? So um, a lot of things are just definition of society. So once you, you uh, unless you accept to quiet the mind and allow yourself to enter that darkness to find your true self, then, you know, you'll be always blurred by those society definition, you know? Um, so 
personally, this is what I teach, especially when I get to have a full retreat, you know, because in a yoga class, an hour and a half is not enough to teach that, although I try to state a few things during the class. Mm -hmm. But when I have a full three-day retreat, you know, this is where I love to take my, my, my students or I don't like to call them my students because I learn from them also. You mm -hmm. see what I mean? But um, the people that I'm facing, you know, um, I get the time to to help them disconnect. And I hope I, I, I do a good job by doing so. So I want to piggyback on that. So when you're having, well, those, those sessions and those retreats. Um, yeah. So for you, it's not just you coming into this space as a teacher, but there's, if I understand correctly, there's an exchange of, of thought, of emotions, of energy. So you're giving as much as you're receiving from them, if I understand correctly. Yes, um, yes, I, it's it's always that, not just in the retreat, also in a class, you know, mm -hmm. it, to me, it's always, you know, receiving and giving, you know, whatever. I, I never consider myself higher than someone else, more knowledgeable, more knowledgeable than someone else, you know, because when you look at someone, it's more than the physical present, it's more than the physical manifestation, you know, this, this soul in that person comes from very far, they might not be aware of it. You see what I mean? But mm -hmm. I have to be aware of it in order to learn and to, to grow, you know. Um, so oftentimes the people don't understand that there's this exchange happening. But me, I, I am totally and fully aware of that. That takes a lot of empathy and sensibility towards the human condition. Yes, indeed. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, indeed. I'm saying that because... Um, Again, just making work on myself. And again, this is only probably within the past year I've been doing some reading. And again, again, a lot of inner conversation. I still work on myself because I can't, I can't, just like you, I can't pretend to actually want to help and to serve if I don't understand myself. You can't get what you don't have. And exactly. for me, um, and this is something I'm, that's why I really want to have you on because you definitely understand these conversations and concepts of exchange of energy. Something as basic as, you know, as of the past year, when you're in a workplace, so just take a basic example that a lot of people can relate to. When you're in a workplace and you're talking about someone else's negativity making you ill or irritating you, it's not just some certain cancer. You can actually be actually sick of the environment. The, the negativity is so toxic. The word exists for that reason. It actually affects you to a deeper level. And those yeah. are something people need to be. You can't just brush that off. And that's something people need to. You need to protect your space. And of people course. don't pay enough attention to that. Exactly, exactly. This is where the work needs to happen. It's not about, you know, pushing that, that person away or making um, that people, that person um, feel that, you know, he's the reason why you're sick or anything, you know, but it's really, you know, getting better at protecting your, your, your energetic sphere, you know. Um, and, and spirituality will call that a Merkaba. You know, mm -hmm. a Merkaba is, is that sphere where, you know, where you're able to, to keep your peace, your serenity, you're able to center yourself no matter what chaos is around you or no matter what negativity, as you refer to, is around to, around you, you know. So, um, yes, it's, it's always important not to point the finger. <laughs> but it's <laughs> so, for me, it's so, it was really hard. Um, you talked about stillness a little while ago and for yeah. me, 
and something a lot of people are going to come back at you and say like, but I'm not, it's like, I'm so distracting. I'm thinking about these bills and these kids and I need to be here for work. And there's a, this project I need to finish. And I didn't finish writing this blog and everything because even 10 minutes, cause I'm trying to do the 10 minute meditation thing, but it's so hard to yeah. not to be here, to be in this moment. It is so easy to be said, but to do it, it is so, there's so many distractions and it is so hard. And when you realize that you have to take 10 minutes to focus on yourself, it is so much hard work. Sometimes yeah. I don't you do it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be hard and you have to expect it for it to be hard. But trust me, it's not going to be hard for for two years for five years for 10 years you see what i mean mm -hmm. you just need to accept that things are not easy you know when you start something it's never easy you know um you can sit down in 10 minutes and have 10,000 thoughts you know cross your mind accept it you know accept allow them to come allow them to go you know then you'll be surprised the day that you ma you master it you won't even notice when it happened <laughs> you know um it wasn't always easy for me Although I would say I have a, a, in French you would say a predisposition because in, as a child I was what you call, they used to call me a vagnez. <laughs> no so, kidding. Um, yeah, yeah, because just a lot of things that people cared about, I never cared about. <laughs> I, you know, um, I would say I had that predisposition, but in terms of stealing the mind, you know, I had to, I had to practice, you know, I had to accept that I'm not, I'm not a master, you know, and when it happened, I didn't, you know, I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, um, trying to better my stillness, you know, um, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm, I'm, I've mastered it. I'm a total guru in that, in that, um, in that field, you know, um, but I'm still on it. It's just about never giving up because yourself is what you have and what you will always have. So you just can't give up on yourself. It's something that comes with a lot of um, humility that we have to notice. And I'm taking this on a broader scale in terms of our people and our country and all the ruckus that's been happening as of late. And it's something I have to admire in terms of both resilience, because I talk to my family, my friends over there from time to time over the WhatsApps and stuff. And it's amazing that, you know, everybody just has the same mindset. You know what? We're going to get through it. You know what? Yeah. Tomorrow's another day. You know what? Yeah. Tonight we're fine. Tonight we're fine. Don't, don't listen to what you're hearing on all the, the channels and everything, but we're fine. And that yeah. comes from a very powerful sense of spirit. Like when I mean the spirit, it's been something that's so admirable because you're sitting over here talking about traffic while there are other things going on in the world. And that yeah. is so admirable. And yeah. that's something that I, I cannot only but tip my hat to you guys because it's something that is so beautiful to understand that, you know what? Let's get through today. Let's deal yeah. with today. Because that's all you have, you know, the now, <laughs> you know, not even today. Sometimes you just have to focus on getting through the next hour. <laughs> you know, you don't know what's going to happen the, the, tonight. You see what I mean? Um, at this point, this is where we are. We are in Haiti, you know, and people that are living with this mindset are people also that know that this has, it has to be that bad in order for us to rise higher, you know, um, but not everyone is strong enough to embrace that, that mindset. You know, um, you have a lot of people that just gave up and left the country and that has been happening for years, you know, um, 
what is happening today is not a new situation. It's, it's just the same thing repeating itself. And the more people, the, the more it's happening, the more people are giving up. You know, but the more people are giving up, the more people you have. You also have some people that are hopeful, that know that things will be better. You know, um, that speaks a lot. As for myself, you know, I, I've traveled the world and I don't think I, you know, Haiti is where I feel good. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine you know, the, from all the places yeah, that you've seen, but you, the heart still, still keeps bringing you back home? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, you know. I've lived eight years recently, in, uh, eight months, sorry, recently in Brazil. And at some point I was like, I have to get, get back home. I, I just can't stay here. <laughs> You know, I have to get back to my chaos. <laughs> you know, it's it comes with a familiarity, I guess, because then, you know, it's all about a lot of people would probably tell you you're crazy, but I totally understand it. My sister's the same way. My parents are the same way. You know, yeah. it's our chaos, but it's our little chaos. It's something that we know and love. And, you know, like you said, if we keep giving up on it, so what do you expect is going to happen? It's just going to keep, you know, it's going to keep being more of the same and we need to yeah. get together and make things happen. Um, what else do I want to ask you just on the parenting front you know you have a new baby I'm I've got two just going on strong what are what are your dreams because for me I keep telling myself I have no idea what I'm doing I have a little girl (laughs) myself and every single day I'm looking at her now she's like she's so tall and I'm like what what am I doing it's like what what they're, they're all over the place and on a deeper level I'm like I have my own fears I have my own reservations. I have my own insecurities and I'm trying really hard not to layer that on her. Yeah. What, are, what can I, what, how, how do I do that? <laughs> because wow. there's so many fears. There's so many insecurities. There's so many doubts. And even though mm-hmm. my wife just keeps telling me you're doing your best, sometimes yeah. I'm afraid for the next generation because every single time, what, that's what you do at your parents. You want to do the best you can. And coming into your new chapter, I'm wondering, what are your dreams? What are your reservations? What are your fears for your little one? This is something that I worked a lot on. And this is why at the very beginning I was saying, you know, yeah, you know, having that, that my second child was really a blessing because we waited over a decade to have, um, to have him. So I am a strong believer as a spiritualist that these things are things that you work on prior to even conceiving your child. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, from the, from the sperm implementing to the thoughts nourishing and, you know, bringing the, the, the tools that, that this sperm need to, to grow into a, a, a whole being, you know, all these things are, you know, are, are everything that is in your thought is getting um, encrypted into this 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 new being you see what i mean so mm-hmm. um i'm the type of person a, a lot of people that know me well will refer to me as a fearless person you know mm-hmm. so i try to just take all of that out of my mind and you know really um um how would i say nourish this fearlessness you know even before you know conceiving that child so i i don't i don't feel like i'm I'm transferring any fear to my, to my son. You know, I probably did with my first son since I was so young. You know, I was 21 when I had him. Oh, He's really? 14 now. Um, you know, and I do see the effect of that, although he's still such a great man now. You know, um, 
but with this this one this time around i didn't feel i, I still don't feel any fear being passed on into my son you know it's because fear is so attached to what society expects from us you know right. um it's it's so attached to okay you're going to school you have to finish school you have to have good grades you have to go to university you have to pay your debt you have to get a good job you have to this you have to that what if you have none of those expectations from this soul that already knows what he came to do what if you accept that that's so your teacher what if you accept that that soul comes from a divine source and knows his divine path <laughs> you know and you know th- this is exactly how I'm, i'm 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 experimenting this whole and this is this is why this birth of this this particular soul is so special to me you know because i'm not expecting anything from him you know i just expect him to know what he came to do here on this on this realm and just guide him with whatever he has to do you know i have no expectation of you have to go to school you have to have good grades you have to go to university all this is bs you know all this is imprisonment <laughs> you know and i'm i'm um it's just not i'm not going that way no more <laughs> but it's true <laughs> it is so true especially from how we grew up because yeah. my own personal story is all about i had to be a doctor to follow after my yeah. mom yeah, i had to mm. finish college really <laughs> what what are you going to do what are you going to do and you're always questioning it because if you can't relate to it from your own perspective because every generation can only build on what they know so for mm. my generation the last the last analog generation doctor lawyer engineer mm. you know yeah. working in a bank i'm not i'm not throwing shade i'm just saying that's how i grew up and i totally understand what you're yeah. what, what you're going through because right now going from this perspective into raising my kids and North Americans, but I also have to understand this is something I don't know. You don't know because this person is not you and you have mm-hmm. no right to layer me with your insecurities and your, exactly. your toxicity and your doubts and your fears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, yes. You're right. You're so right. You're so right. You just threw me for a loop right there. You're so right. I have <laughs> no right to do that to her. I yeah. have no right. just, my job is to keep trust. them alive. Yeah, just trust that, you know, she's born with this, you know, this intelligence, you know. Um this etheric intelligence and the more you believe in it, the more she will manifest it as simple as that. Hmm. You know, um I I remember um growing up, my mom had a lot of fear, you know, um and it took her a long time to just surrender and just accept that okay, this is a particular soul. she will probably not follow my path but if i you know encourage her in whatever path she was meant to follow then she will flourish you know much more than you know the path that i expected for her to follow so um it took her a long time <laughs> but now i i i see her you know and it just takes out that that burden off your back <laughs> you know <laughs> because uh, you know a parent is also just a human being you know you're not supposed to to be the 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 super this super that you see what i mean you're just a human being just like this child except you know and maybe are. the so exactly except who you are and maybe the soul of that child is even older than you you know so mete ko to piti wow <laughs> 
I really want to speak on the matter of um, something I'm pretty sure you're about. It's a deep subject, but we're going to talk about it. You know, because again, a lot of people ask this question, even though you don't have a definite answer, but run with it as you will. The matter of purpose, because you talk about living your dream. You talk about living your personal truth. That's something that you share throughout everything. And even with this wonderful conversation, I feel your energy and I feel your presence. And it's something that a lot of people ask, okay, how do I know what I'm here to do? Because for some reason, on a deeper philosophical, spiritual, metaphysical level, everybody has for some reason that quest towards the mystery that is their inner self and knowing what this self has been brought onto this earth to do. How do we help them, you know, find out the clues, even, even to nudge them in the right direction towards that, finding out that mystery? Can you have somebody? Um, that one. I, I don't think I can properly answer that because I do know for um, for sure that some people will never figure it out and this is also the natural law of things. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Um, or natural or would I say, you know, artificial because, you know, they're so they're so well molded into into all the all to the all the box that society has put for them, you know, that right. it's just hard to, to break that box open, you know, no matter no matter what guru they, they go to, no matter what psychic they go to, you see what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. hard to break because of that fear we talked about at the beginning of that fear of walking in the dark and finding themselves. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. As for me, I can only talk from my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that as a child, I always knew who I was. I always knew what I came to do. I always, I was always considered, you know, a bit weird. You see what I mean? A bit too advanced for my age, you know, a bit too advanced in my thoughts and my, you know, um, you know, I, I was six years old. I went to, to Catholic school. I spent my all my my school years in Catholic school. And then it, it, the nun told me that, OK, there was Adam and Eve and they had two boys and then Adam, um, the, the boys married girls and I'm like wait, 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 what are you telling me there where the girl come from you know because you just said that Adam and Eve were the first one and the nun just told me you should not question these things you know and that just made the rebel out of me because nothing they told me made sense you know I spent all this year in Catholic school questioning every single thing that was told to me from from religion to to history to you know, to Christopher Columbus, to all the, none of that made sense to me. So I think, like I said before, it's a, I don't know the word in English, but it's a predisposition, mm-hmm. you know? So I was, um, I was, I was destined to be the way I am, <laughs> you know? I was destined to know exactly what I came here for, you know, because, you know, not, there was not one time of my life where I remember, you know, being so molded into these, boxes that I just couldn't come out of it. No, never I had never to break accepted. Away. You were always I never accepted to be put in those boxes. <laughs> you know, so. And it's you know, weird because um and that's why I say predisposition because in the family that I come from, most there's not one person like me. <laughs> you know? And so, that's a terrific thing when basically you have you spoke about it. Even though your parents or your mom thought it was okay, weird. Okay, strange. Okay, different. But there was still, I'm guessing, there was some discomfort, but there was still support and acceptance eventually. Especially from my father, you mm-hmm. know, especially from my father. And I, I think I give thanks for him because um, 
he didn't understand, but he wanted to see what would it what would be the result of that, you right. know, of trusting that she knows what she's doing. <laughs> you know, she knows what she's here from for, you know, and a lot of time he even had to to you know to get into arguments with my mom because of me, you know, because she didn't accept did not accept that, you know. You should just let her walk her path, you know, and then, you know, a lot of times you have to say, what if we just let her do it, <laughs> you know? Instead of fighting the current, let it run. Exactly. Exactly. That is so beautiful. And now that you've translated that into an adult, you know, still talking about, you know, just daring to dream and daring to live your purpose. And, yeah. you know, you just talked about traveling all over the world. Have you just, again, even if you know, exactly who you are did you ever think that you know your personal truth would bring you to all these wonderful places and you know meet all these wonderful people and impact such so many thousands of people did you ever think did you ever set out you know to have that much impact or did it just hey you, you know, know as, no, as as a young person not specifically um but yes as i'm growing i thought that you know the more i travel you know, the more i will you know find those realities that I could easily identify to, which was exactly the case. And I just don't want to stop doing it. It's just such an amazing thing to do, to travel and realize that, okay, this conception that you were growing to believe that it's the reality, it is the truth. It's just one grain of sand on the ocean, on, on the beach, you know? You're not alone in this, on this planet. You're not alone on this, in, in this galaxy, in this universe. So stop believing that your ways is the ultimate truth. We can always learn mm-hmm. from each other. Of course. Of course. And that's the beauty of life, you know. Every day is a chance to grow. The growth is painful for some people. Just stepping yeah, out of that is. mold. Because some people take ownership of that. Okay, I want something different. But... Mm-hmm. Or how bad do you want it? And I'm wondering yeah. if you can think about the growth and you know the discomfort of growth. Yeah, yeah. They're not realizing they're the one hurting their own self by by remaining so attached to the concepts of yesterday. Because <laughs> we're so used to doing things the same way. Basic example: when you want to tell someone. Oh, I feel bad when, you know, every time I have, let's just say like a McDonald's burger, because it always gives me gas. Like, all right, just stop eating McDonald's. Yeah, but well, you you put, it's like if I take away your reason to complain, that's, it's like me attacking your soul or something. But I, it's it's a really kooky example, but I can take it on so many levels. It's like, oh, I've been working this job for 20 years. It's like, it always like, you know, I'm getting no rewards, no raise whatsoever. It's like, okay, did you ask for a raise? Well, no, but it's like, okay, did you look for another job? Well, no, but it's like, okay, so stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Not even in thoughts do they even imagine that they can access it, you know? It's all about so, what we tell ourselves because we're so used exactly. to the same internal dialogue. Exactly. Um, for me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a personal question. Mm-hmm. I talked a lot about um, when I had... How am I put this? Um, I'm trying to say this because I'm being I, like like you. It's a it's a very big exchange for <laughs> me for a long time. I had to wrestle with feeling like a hypocrite sometimes because you give so much of yourself and you're trying to put so much joy in other people's lives when you're inside of yourself. You're sad. You're crying. You're raging. Yeah. And I'm wondering like how 
do we come to terms with, you know, being disappointed with ourselves or being, you know, ashamed of how we feel? How can we rise above that? How do you, how do you work with forgiveness? I'm not sure if you've experienced that in your workshops. Yeah, sure, sure. I think the the best way to do that for me, you know, I've 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 gone through it too, you know, um, and the best and it best and simply simplest way to go through it is to just live in the now. Okay. Because what what tomorrow was is not today. You know, if you were you know mad with someone yesterday, why should you keep that madness into tomorrow? <laughs> You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you are just really blocking yourself from from opening, you know, doors to to positivity, to you know, to blessings, you know. Um, and it's just simple. Just leave in the now, you know. Just just accept that it happened. You know, you cannot go back in the past to to correct anything. You know, the present is the only time you have. You know, so make it better now. <laughs> Work know? on the now. Work on the now because that's the only time you have, you know, and don't work on the future neither. Hey, tomorrow I'll make it better. No, make it better now <laughs> because now, tomorrow is not guaranteed. <laughs> now is all we have. Yeah. Um, just making a, a quick side note on that one because um, we talked a lot about the people we surround ourselves with. And you also talked about the mm-hmm. fact that some people don't want to change and you you actually spoke on that in regards to maybe some people you already know to your core that they're not going to put in the time investment or thought into changing how Mm -hmm. for those people who are listening here and who are saying that you know what it hurts to have to distance myself from these people it hurts for to create that separation how Mm -hmm. how do we help them you know take that leap in terms of realizing that you know what you're gonna have to because this person is not serving you how do we speak to those uh, to those insecurities Ooh, um, i just believe that people should learn to be comfortable with themselves first you know um and it's something that a lot of people you know it's hard for them to 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 do that you know to to be comfortable with oneself because mm-hmm. Um, they see so many um, so many um, negative aspects of their own self that they just don't want to look at them anymore, you know. Um, but yet again, that's the only way. That's the only way in order to, 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 how would I say, to detach. You see what I mean? And and for for different people, there will be different um, tools to be used to to, get, to access those. Um, how would I say that? Uh, those um, personal beauties inside of us, you know. Some people, you know, for me, traveling is something that helps a lot, you know, okay. because um, and traveling alone. You see what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like a girl's trip or a boy's trip, you know, where you just drink alcohol and just forget it and. And then the tomorrow morning it hits you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know it's really uh, you know a tr- because traveling is about you know meeting new people, meeting new realities, and seeing the reflection of you in those experiences. You know, um, so for me it's one tool, but for some people it will be different tools. You know, um, I'm not sure what you know. I cannot enumerate it because no, I obviously. can only speak obviously. for myself. You know? Um 
but definitely there are many tools, you know, to 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 be able to face oneself, to accept and see, to accept the negativity, turn the page and see the beauty in oneself, you know. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm genuinely taking notes. You're not seeing me on this, but I'm genuinely taking notes. This is important <laughs> for me. I, I, I learned from every single one and this is such a great way to kick off the new year with uh you know with this wonderful let's not ta- let's not call it a resolution, but a growth process because this is yes. very important. Sure, sure. Um sure. I'm not asking for a long ass, like, you know, just a, a quick freebie on, on our yoga class, but for those of us who want to, you know, just initiate ourselves into, you know, better methods and better practices of stillness. Any tips that you can give us, you know, for morning rituals or how do we practice stillness? Um, don't take your phone <laughs> in the morning, you know. Oh, that's um, a big one. Okay. That's a big one, you know, because this is um, the more um, time is evolving, the more um, the system or um, the society, like I talked about those boxes, are, you know, are creating more ways to to stay, for us to stay away for, from our true selves, you know. So just wake up in the morning and be grateful for the breath you take, you know, in the morning because it's not guaranteed again. You know, you wake up, you breathe. It's a gift. It's it's a huge gift. You know, a lot of people don't wake up, you know, um, and just breathe, breathe, breathe consciously because a lot of people are just going, going by and not breathing, you know, um, they just, you know, sometimes, you know, they stress and then they just take a big, ah, you know, that's it, you know, but they're not consciously breathing on a rhythmic way, in a rhythmic way, you know, um, just to me, the breath is such a, the breath takes us everywhere we want to go. Really? <laughs> you see what I mean? It's, it's, that's the whole, I, I can say it's a secret because it has been revealed to us yogis and, and meditators and spiritualists, you know. No kidding. But. The breath is, you know, this is the first thing you did when you came out of your mother's mother's womb. This is the last thing you will do. You know, so this is where vitality, this is where spirituality, everything that is your essence, this is where it lies in the breath, you know? So stillness can only come from the breath, you know? Anything else that I could tell you, I could say, okay, go take a walk, go jog, go this, go that. But it all comes back to the breath. <laughs> you know? We need to breathe. As simple as that. Okay. This is the fundamental of life. It's the breath. Conscious intent Conscious through breathing. Breath. Exactly. Wow. Wow. This is like, okay. No matter how you can face the breath, but it's, it's the breath. It resumes to the breath. We put in some time and intent and conscience into our breathing. Stay away from yeah. the phones. And exactly. then we take the time to breathe because exactly. it starts and it ends with a breath. As oh. simple as that. Give me a second. <laughs> Taking notes. <laughs> I'm breathing. I'm breathing. breathing. Everybody, let's take two seconds to breathe. Yes, consciously. Exhale. Mm. Wow. There is so much tremendous energy and tremendous insight into this wonderful conversation. Amamakeda, I cannot thank you enough for this wonderful time. Um, I'm sorry because it's uh, such a wonderfully 
heartfelt and emotional thing for me because it's something that throughout all these conversations, you never know where they're going to go. When you come out the other end with such richness and truth into a being that you respect, uh, you look up to, and you definitely, definitely identify as a tremendous source of wonderful kindness and generosity and tremendous self, someone who really exemplifies what it is to live out their own personal awesomeness within the world. So I want to celebrate you um, for everything that you do uh, through all your art and all your wonderful, wonderful content, amazing photos, tremendous poses. It's amazing. We'll definitely do, we'll definitely talk about, you know, the entire yoga thing, you know, down the line. Open invitation. Yes. Anytime you want to be back, yes. please, yes. please. Yes. Oh, it's such a pleasure to talk to you, Olivier. I mean, from the is. time Nike told me, I have, you know, I want you to be part of that podcast. I'm like, whatever Nike said, I'm in. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, she's such I a sweetheart. Have so much respect and love. Such for a sweetheart. Lady, such man. a wonderful person. Out of nowhere, Amazing. we connected uh, through the randomness of the universe, and she's been such a great friend and supporter of the podcast yes, throughout. Yes. Um, but running tradition on the podcast, um, I'm a wonderful thought uh quote uh, sonnet one of your poetry uh you know just anything a call to action that anyone on the podcast can wake up tomorrow you know taking that next step towards the next level what could we leave them with infinite possibilities that's what i go by <laughs> you know there's infinite po- possibilities you know only yourself can limit yourself and once you believe that the p- possibilities are infinite then then you're limitless, you know? Not even the sky could be your limit, you know? Guys. You're limitless, you know? You're, because energy is everything, you know? You are energy. You're not this physical body, you know? So that is what makes you limitless because you are limitless energy. Let's keep on striving towards that. Let's reveal yes. ourselves into our own personal truth towards our own limitless self. Amma, yes. thank you so much for this wonderful time. Through just oh, uh, just to connect you. you, just to connect with you on the interwebs. Where can anyone find you if you want? If the listeners want to get in touch with you, basically, I'm a bit everywhere, but I'm mostly present on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, on Amma Makeda, I do have a Twitter account that I never sign into. <laughs> I'm also a little bit on Facebook. Um, again, Amma Makeda, um, and I have my website, which is mafroyoga.com. Um, it's my website. It's about my online yoga classes, you know, my um, yoga mats, my art prints, my originals, and whatever else will come um, in the near future. But like I said, the best way is through Instagram. Not a problem. I'll definitely link all your presences and all the proper links on the blog post once this goes live. Guys, Great. this has been Thank a tremendous so conversation with Ama Makina. Oh my God, I can't, I can't believe this just happened. It was like such a long time coming, but it's been a gem of a conversation. Truly an honor, a privilege, I, and a I, thrill. I enjoyed every second of it. And I think my son knew that, you know, I had to, I had to take time for this. And he just slept like three minutes before, um, Three minutes after thirty, because we were supposed to talk at eight thirty. He just three at eight thirty-three. He slept. I'm like, that's just perfect. That's cooperation. That's perfection <laughs> on the dot. Kisses to the little one. All the best to you and yours. Say hi to your husband because I know he's also manning the duties. Um, yes. But. I can only wish you nothing but celebration of self and personal truth throughout everything yes. but love and light, sending you nothing but wonderful warmth and kindness and success, all your ongoing projects. 
Guys, yeah. this has been another episode of the Awakened Yasbin podcast. My guest, Ama Makeda, definitely hit her up on Instagram. You will be amazed and you will be energized into the limitless possibilities of the universe. Uh, yes. You connect with her throughout all her web presences. But again, look out for the blog post. You'll definitely have all the links. I am your host, Olivier Day from Kansas, Quebec, all the way back to Haiti. Sending love to home back home. Guys, stay blessed. Stay resilient. First episode of the Awakened Yasbin podcast for 2020 in the can. Look us up for us. Please, guys, give us some ratings on iTunes. We do appreciate it. Stay blessed, stay resilient, and please, as always, do stay awesome. Ciao, guys. Much love, Olivier. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We do love to get your feedback, so please drop us a line. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review. We always do appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.